0: 57-year-old Eddie Murphy. 57-year-old Eddie Murphy is about to become a dad for the 10th time. 10th time. Even uh, more impressive, it turns out that all 10 of his
1: kids are being played by Eddie Murphy. Isn't that (laughs) incredible?
0: All right. Not the best joke, but uh, I just thought it was an interesting story. Wow. Deciding to have your 10th kid. That's a, that's an interesting choice, and you're almost sixty, so yeah, you'll be, you know, yeah.
2: damn near eighty when they uh, get out of high school. Listen, I don't know the Murphys, and I wish them nothing but happiness. But whenever I hear this story, and the applause of the idiot audience, yeah, why um, would you applaud that? I, I don't. Mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm reminded I'm that boo it, I guess. Sometimes a wealthy older man will marry a younger wim, woman in this case
0: a model or or be, wh- really a young a hot model i know you would have never guessed really you would have never guessed that that would be the how case how lovely
2: for the two of them and she might want a kid and uh, you know and she might not have to worry about money for the kid for the rest of her days so he might think another baby seriously but he thinks dad nah, that's what it costs me
0: uh, speaking of babies, I just called my uh, oldest uh, baby, who's now eight, headed to third grade for day one of school, and wished him good luck as he sets off. I'm starting to get into the years where I'm not exactly sure what you learn. I don't remember what you learn in third, no, grade. third
2: grade. It's a leap forward here. Oh my God, you take on the heavy stuff, <laughs> the big stuff. You wrestle it down. I actually had I had a very bad third grade. You did? Yeah, my uh, teacher and I did not get along at all, and uh, it, uh, I almost went the wrong way. Really? Yeah. Here's an interesting thing well, he I brought, did go the wrong way.
0: He yeah. doesn't know any. Well, look where he ended up. Yep. Uh, he doesn't know anything about this particular teacher. And in, in the past, he'd had a lot of info.
2: Did he look d- at her Yelp
0: reviews? Had done a lot of reconnaissance on the yes. teacher ahead of time yeah. and, and intelligence knew. gathering. And so he was talking about. I hope she's uh, not mean. I hope she's nice. Which and I said, you know, my experience all through grade school, I always liked. My favorite teachers were the teachers that everybody warned you about because they were so mean. Agreed. Every Mm -hmm. single time. And I said, you know why? Because I was a good kid and I followed the rules. And they made everybody else follow the rules. So I liked it better. You'd have
2: made a good Nazi. The
0: the nice teachers who let the idiots freaking disrupt class while we're trying to. I hated that.
2: Or, you know, the teachers have control of the classroom and expect you to learn, have high expectations, Are get the rep for being quote-unquote mean. I had no problem with that. I
0: loved that as a kid. And I said, so you never know. You might be better off, given your personality. Yeah. (laughs) And he did find out one kid that was in his class. Just found that out last night. And
2: he took off his hat and... On the ground. Oh no! <laughs> Not Jimmy McGill, <McGillicuddy.
0: laughs> I remember learning remainders in third grade. The division, oh, like with the remainders, carryovers, and I was very upset the following year when they said, "Hey, remember remainders? Well, forget all that. Here's decimals." <laughs> it's like, well, what was remainders are for punks. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh, charming. Uh, I wish him good luck. Absolutely. And his and his brother's starting at home with his uh. Is, he's got a mean teacher, Mrs. Armstrong. Because oh we're doing homeschooling. And Yarg. She doesn't put up with any crap. Although you get
2: better treats. Lunch is better. Oh. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Um, <laughs> don't get me started on my elementary school hot lunches. We got a text. God, let them cool or something. I can't <laughs> eat them like they are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a couple of texts. Who people are big fans of Amber, who we just had on talking about the Florida governor race. She oh, yeah. was good, sharp gal. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, really and, in the know. Yeah, actually had an idea that she had some idea what she was talking about, which is cool. So this is in the news today. Most women feel bullied by other women in the workplace, according to a um, a study that's out. Particularly by something called queen bees. Queen bees. We got a couple. Or of... is
2: it queens bee? <laughs> I think
0: I think it's queen bees. Okay. <laughs> We got a couple of texts on that. Um, This is why I prefer women. This is why I preferred working with men any day. Uh, Except gay men, this person says. They're as bad as Queen B types. Give me a straight male co-worker any any day. I have heard that from many women. Are we far enough down the road of gay rights that you now can say there are attributes to being gay that aren't positive, or are we not? It depends on the guy. Spent on the guy, of course, yeah. But, okay, are we far enough down the road of gay rights that you can generalize the way you do about anything else? This person generalizing that I'd, I'd prefer to work with men than women. Oh, 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 right,
2: right. And not bitchy, effeminate gay guys.
0: I don't know who, but anyway, this is what this person said. I have no experience with either. Begs. Uh, women v. women in the workplace has a higher rate of discrimination than anything else, based on my experience, says this woman in the workplace. Hmm. And the studies are out. Do we have time? Yeah, we'll get into it. A new report finds that two-thirds of women say they feel bullied by fellow females at the office. Two-thirds. 70% said that the bullying came from female professionals trying to block their workplace ambitions.
2: Interesting. Hmm.
0: 70% say the bullying came from female professionals trying to block their workplace ambitions.
2: It's a high number. You know, I'm scanning my memory banks for conversations I've had with Judy over the years, and I think, yeah, her gripes have have been mostly about the women she's worked with.
0: Really? Yeah. This is an example of queen bee syndrome in which women use their social intelligence to manipulate relationships or damage colleagues' reputations Hmm. in a way that you don't see with guys much.
2: Well, one of our radio uh, mentors, who was uh, half helpful and half nuts, uh, once said to us, he said, take notice of this. Ask men about how's work, how do you like your job, and they'll tell you about what they do and literally how it's going, how they're going achieving their goals. Ask women, how do you like your job, and they'll tell you about the relationships they have with the people in the office. They'll tell you about how they like their coworkers." And Which is, is fine. It takes both
0: to go make the world go round, and that's quite true. <clears throat> if you ask me how work is, I'm not going to say, "Oh, I work with this guy Jim, and he's just fantastic, and we have so much fun together." Whereas no. it's you know not an uncommon thing for a woman to say that.
2: Well, I mean. and and you know, that's we've bad. Just, we've worked with a handful of unforgivable pricks who were just, but really effective. Um, and you just roll your eyes and go about your business, and I, it's different for women. So yeah, I, I, yeah. Does that uh, sound uh, right,
0: or are we being sexist? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC, and by we, I mean Joe. Um, Queen Bee Mischief manifests its way in ways that can have lasting negative effects on individual careers and entire organizations, writes this consultant who did this study, surveying 100 female executives. Queen Bees are women who treat coll- colleagues in a demoralizing, undermining, and bullying manner. They are adult versions
2: of the mean girls from school. Hmm. Let me think about that. Let me interject uh, just briefly to the permanently angry, rigid knee-jerkers among you. Yes, of course there are advantages women bring to any organization. Anybody but a moron would understand that. So there, I've saved you writing your email. Queen bees often prevent
0: other talented up-and-coming women from advancing in the workplace. So if you have a if, if a, if a female ends up the big boss, does that mean you're, based on this, that you're, you're less likely to have women moving up through the ranks?
2: There's more of a glass ceiling than with dudes at the top? That seems to be what this uh, scientist is positing. Because they'd feel competition? I don't think guys tend to
0: feel that way. I'm not going to advance that guy, a guy because uh, he'll end up taking my job someday.
2: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. uh, I I would like to hear from the women. Uh, Needless to say, 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. Or if you're not into the texting thing, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I'll read one more thing from this consultant, and we'll take a break. And if there's any
0: texts about this, we'll get to them. But this uh, consultant suggests management needs to develop a more complex and realistic image of women which recognizes their aggressive tendencies and forms of victimization on females and the way they're likely to do that.
2: Huh? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, one of the most annoying things to me about the modern world, and I, I referenced it a moment ago, is the idea that, well, I'll tell you what, my fault. An idea formed in my head. Ladies, Are you more concerned about sexually harassing men or these queen bee women? But that's an idiotic way to look at life. Why did I form that thought? Stupid, stupid, stupid. You'd think adults would think, all right, on the one hand, you got this hazard, this risk, this pain in the ass. And on the other hand, you got this hazard, this risk, the pain in the ass. You don't pick one or the other; they both exist every single day. Why would you pick one?
0: Well, you don't need to be sexually harassed ever, but the the choosing who rises up through the ranks that's just part of company life.
2: Right. Or, or sexism. Wh- I'm just talking about you know hazards from men.
0: Well, we got the one text from somebody who said, "I see more discrimination of women on women than men on women." That's their experience. Mm-hmm. So maybe the question would be, um, if the person who decides whether or not you rise up through the ranks. Do you feel like you got a better shot with a woman making that decision or a man making that decision? Hmm. I don't know what that would be if you're a woman. This would suggest maybe just for queen bee types. I don't, Interesting.
2: I don't know. I I can't be the only person thinking, you know, if I can get somebody who's competent and productive, I don't care if they're man, woman, or space right. alien.
0: Well, and does attractiveness play a role with the whole queen bee thing? I've certainly worked in places where... There was a, there was the hot woman, and a new hot woman came along, and that was a battle. Yeah, oh. That ended up being a problem. Meow. Now they don't like that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, baby. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation.
1: Strong and Getty show. Well, I tell you what we
0: haven't gotten. I'll tell you what we haven't gotten. Um, a single text saying this whole Queen Bay thing is not true. No, no, not a single one. With the study out saying that uh, women get discriminated by and bullied by women in the workplace a lot, seventy percent. Of women say that bullying came from female professionals trying to block their workplace ambitions, an example of queen bee syndrome, and lots of people texting about how they would prefer to not have to deal with that. Uh, a couple of good examples. I worked for an unnamed department with the state, which was populated by mostly women. There was so much passive aggressive girl on girl crime I was shocked. This is from a woman. I've never had a bad evaluation in my life, but my evaluations were so vicious they actually made me cry. Not nice one not one nice thing was said about me. Needless to say I didn't last there. Women go give other uh I'm not going to use that term. A bad name. I'd rather work with all men than women any day. Says this
2: woman. I wonder whether the nature of a state, a government job made that extra pungent and, and toxic because achievement just isn't a thing in most government jobs. So all you have for status is the the social thing, the queen bee thing.
0: I'm a nurse and the queen bee crap is horrible in my profession. Wow. Um, wow. What, what would you what would you do about it as a company? How do you try to avoid that sort of problem? <sighs> mm. Or is there anything you can do about? It? Well, I, you know, Clearly, can, we have to eliminate women from the workplace.
2: I can envision, I can envision ways to deal with it, but run through the corporate training, uh, you know, psyche, they'd end up being stupid <laughs> and unsuccessful. But to make people more aware of them, kind of bring it out into the open, I think that might be healthy. But Again, keep those uh, emails and texts coming, 415-295-KFTC for the text, 415-295-KFTC. I agree as or a woman. Or mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: I agree as a woman. Women suck to work with, generally speaking, says this woman. Hmm. I worked for the same woman for three years. She's been gone and replaced by a man seven months ago, and I finally got the promotion I've been asking for and have deserved since year two at this job. Hmm. Also agreed gay men are as bad as women in the Queen Bee Syndrome. I have know I nothing about that. Mm. Then she says, "I'm also considered the young hot woman of the office, even though I'm married and
2: 30 years old." Send pictures.
0: What? what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's impossible I to was verify add, her claim without well, was, evidence. You know me, Mister Thorough. They I, call me.
0: I was going to criticize her for. Why did you mention that? <laughs> what What is that? Then you had to make your sexist comment. And it's not so sexist. Between the two of you, I'm just discussing. No,
2: it's it's it's, it's a, 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 a rigor. I'm applying rigor to the investigation. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, this Queen Bee thing is true, and even in the military, big time. Okay.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. One of the reasons my dad kind of discouraged me from getting into the military was the arbitrariness of, um, you know, your, what do you call it, your um, evaluations? Um, he, He found it to be highly troubling how arbitrary and social it could be, you know, depending on who liked whom. And uh, Just side note.
0: Yeah, I'll just hit you with one more little thing here. women hate other women who are popular. Seems to be the problem in the workplace, this woman says. That's interesting, because you wouldn't have that. There's something you would never have with guys. Quest for social supremacy. You would never have that with guys. It would never even cross my mind that I don't, you know, I've got a revulsion to that person because he's liked. Yeah.
2: I I wouldn't even think about it. But that goes to the anthropological realities of men and women that have been documented, you know.
0: A couple of people pointing that out about running the village and that sort of stuff versus... Going out and working together to bring down the Mastodon.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Hunting silently, just keeping each other in sight, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, you know, the great uh, defending the caveman, uh, one-man play thingy uh, that we talked to. the uh, Rob, what was his last name? I can't remember. Clever guy, though. Really nice guy. Um, And one of the points he makes in very funny fashion is the different ways men and women communicate for very important reasons particularly for the first couple million years we were kicking around or hundreds of thousands of years specifically as homo sapiens and uh and i got some really good like marital advice from that show anyway that's defending the caveman maybe we'll have a link to i'm sure it's out in book form and comic book form and film strip and stereopticon and whatever else <laughs> film strip
0: moving on that's that's the one that sticks in my mind though from this conversation that one really strikes me as something unique between men and women if i got to pick somebody i would never hold it against another dude that he's popular out there in the cubicle area no i, I can't just, even imagine that thinking but i would never even think of ranking who's popular but i could absolutely see that among women you would you, especially if you're kind of medium to not popular, it would really bother you that she's the popular one, everybody, especially guys, like talking
2: to. Right.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, uh, listen, uh, one more quick women's story. And women in the workplace, you're going to absolutely love this. So, uh, on Wednesday, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who is a crook and a bastard and a rotten piece of crap, and his challenger, Cynthia Nixon, of, uh, you know, Sex in the City fame, the red-headed gal, uh, she's a Democrat challenger. They'll take the stage for a highly anticipated event, the first and only debate scheduled for the two of them. And you know how it is going into debates. Everybody has uh, arguments about uh, where we sit, are we, we going to stand, are we going to have podiums, are we going to have a 32-inch table or a 31-inch table, et cetera, et cetera. It just goes on and on. Well, Cuomo famously wants it very cold in debates, so he never makes the Dick Nixon mistake, which is overrated, honestly, but anyway, of looking sweaty. And looking kind of nervous and clammy and the rest of it. He wants it icy cold. We have it icy cold in here, partly because sw- flop sweat dripping down your rib cage is very unpleasant. Um, but Cynthia Nixon has said no, absolutely not. Not only is that not acceptable, it's sexist. She wants it to be 76 degrees, a balmy 76.
0: I think that's uh, too warm, but I think room temperature is generally agreed upon to be 72 would be okay. I do think it probably is a sexist move to have it freezing cold for debates. That is something almost all guys would like and almost all women would hate.
2: Rebecca Katz, senior advisor for the Nixon campaign, said, among other things, CBS management has acknowledged that the only way to get Governor Cuomo to show up is by giving him everything he wants. Uh, We weren't even given a seat at the table. Um, but she cited another reason the temperature should be raised. Work environments, she wrote, are notoriously sexist when it comes to temperature. So we just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. We don't have a lot of time in the segment, so I'm going to have to summarize. But this has always made me nuts on both sides of the issue. She may well be right that most office thermometers are set for guys who are at the very least wearing long pants and long sleeves. If not that and a suit and a tie on their neck. And therefore you run a lot hotter than if you're wearing a little skirt with no sleeves. But that that, that brings to mind, that what is it with the way men and women still dress at work? That <laughs> women look like they're going out to find a husband slash uh, lover, if you swing that way, who am I to judge? Um, and, and dudes look like they're going to a board meeting. Put on suits, ladies. Or bring a sweater. Or dudes... Put on some shorts and a tank top or raise the thermostat. What if
0: we all wore khaki pants and a polo shirt? Perfect. Wouldn't that work? That's fine with me. Like we're at Best Buy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) What's coming up in
1: your news, Marshall Phillips? More infighting among Catholic church leaders this morning. California, first in the nation to end bail. And the World soccer president's most unusual gift to President Trump.
2: Coming up... And I may know a woman who works with a woman who wears very, very little at times and wants it too damn warm. You're practically
0: naked. That's what I'd say to her. Put on some clothing, Harlan. (laughs) Wow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. (laughs) So I know you had some uh, statistics that were uh, out of whack on shootings?
2: Oh, yeah. Federal statistics on school shootings. Absolutely ludicrous. And there a couple of uh, government numbers out recently. that Yeah, uh, the
0: number of deaths in Puerto Rico from right. the hurricane. Where did that come from? All
1: that on the way. Right now, news with Marsha Phillips. Well, the author of the bombshell accusation of sex abuse cover-ups against Pope Francis has broken his silence. And insists he did not act out of revenge or anger, but out of love for the Catholic Church. This is Archbishop uh, Carlo Vigano. He was talking to an Italian journalist, saying he was serene and at peace after publishing his declaration on Sunday. Although he said he's very sad by all the attempts now to undermine his credibility, Vigano says that at least in one case the Pontiff did know about Cardinal Theodore McCarrick. Pagano's testimony has been backed up now by at least one other official willing to go on the record. Well, and how
0: about the Pope's response? So when they ask him, so uh, this uh, letter that came out from the f- the Archbishop, right. what do you think of that? And the Pope said, you're journalists; journalist, you can read it. Decide for yourself. What the hell kind of response is that? We're talking about systematic child rape. Right. That's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. You run a rape, whether you're aware of it or not, there's a rape factory within the Catholic Church. Try to be a little more open
2: toward the questioning than that. Mm. That's
0: just not acceptable,
2: is it? No, no, and this has not ended. This trend, these tremors, earthquakes, fault lines, have not uh, finished opening.
0: You can't take an attitude of how dare you ask me these questions when you're at the top of an organization that's been raping children by the thousands for decades.
2: You know, back to the fault lines thing, the Catholic Church is extremely hierarchical, and back to our previous uh, segment's conversation, your advancement depends very much on the approval of those above you. That... Could absolutely contribute to a culture of I'm not saying anything About all the stuff that I know that's going on Once that, that balance of power has shifted a little bit right. Tipped And people's consciences are Are able to assert themselves They're no longer as afraid of the consequences And let's face it People are, you know, people have morals, but sometimes they shove them down to achieve success. Once that, that tip occurs, I think you're going to see a lot of very powerful Catholic uh, priests and bishops and cardinals or whatever come out and say, Yeah, yeah, he did know. And he knew, and he knew, and he knew, and it's made me sick, and I should have said something before now. Like Hollywood. Yes. Like happened in Hollywood. Yeah.
1: California is going to become the first state to eliminate bail for suspects waiting for trial under a bill that was signed by Governor Brown. The bill is going to replace cash bail with a risk assessment system, although it's still not clear how the system's going to work. It's going to go into effect in October of 2019. Each
2: I would I would like to, in advance, mourn the victims of all of the crimes that are going to occur as a result oh, of this.
0: I hope you're wrong.
2: I am, I'm absolutely not wrong. The number of people who flake and don't come back to court is going to skyrocket. It's going to be a huge increase, another huge increase in crime. Decline in public safety. This is an awful move. Awful. Judges already have discretion. You're poor. You're a good guy. You got a good gal. You got ties to the community. We're
1: going to cut you some slack. Based on the council's framework, most suspects accused of nonviolent felonies will be released within 12 hours of getting booked. Those charged with serious crimes or violent felonies will be held in jail before trial. That's the way, that's a rough outline of how it's supposed to work. Meanwhile, it turns out that vacations can literally be a lifesaver, my friends. Researchers from the University of Helsinki, Finland, looked at the health records of 1,200 middle-aged male executives and they tracked their health for over 40 years. They found guys who took three weeks or less vacation were 37% more likely to die during the course of the study compared to those who took off more than three weeks a year. 37%? But
0: wait a second, though. How many people are ever in a position to take three weeks or more off a year?
1: Not that many. We're talking about executives. I would say... Executives, yes, you would. Yeah. Yeah the study also found and here's here's where the lifestyle comes in they found that those who don't take regular vacations also tended to work longer hours and got less sleep both having a severely negative effect on their health
2: that's right i'll never fall into that group by god leisure is my goal <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, we're taking friday off to make a four-day weekend at a labor day weekend and we decreed the other day that we're always going to take the friday off before labor day and memorial day Right. And we never have in the past and I don't know why. It's just that we Joe and I have always had an aversion to closing down the shop. Right.
2: Exactly. Um, we we run a retail business. You in, in a lot of ways.
0: But Hansen mentioned to us our executive producer that you know everybody else would kind of like to have the day off. Sean, Michael, Marshall, everybody else. Us deciding to show up makes everybody else show up. And uh yeah, so And we're selfish bastards. Yeah. We you know more time off is, There's a limit, obviously, but who doesn't feel recharged after a few days off? Indeed. I mean, I don't because of my current lifestyle. I feel like I've been beaten up when I I come back to work (laughs) after a few days off. Once my new legislation gets proper funding and gets the the good traction going where I'm actively trying to change the calendar so everybody always is on the
1: work four days, off four days yeah. work four days plan i haven't I gotten to, that's to that much story more natural
0: there, there's more research on how the four-day work week is is beneficial oh. in all kinds of different ways for society right traffic patterns spending time with your family health all kinds of reasons why four ten-hour days are better than eight or Sounds five like to eight socialism
2: days. to me <laughs> along for the days of the american frontier where you'd work six days then take the seventh day for the lord and then back on monday Pre-dawn, back in the fields. That's what built this country, Jack.
1: President Trump, very happy the U.S., Canada, and Mexico are going to be hosting the World Cup in 2026. Trump was hosting the FIFA president, the White House, today, who had brought a very special gift for the president to use on the press.
0: You know, in soccer, we have referees, right? And they have cards. Ooh. Yellow cards and red cards. Yeah. Yellow card is a warning. right? Yeah. And when you want to kick out someone, (laughs) (laughs) Trump then
2: throws the red card (laughs) towards the press.
1: That's pretty funny. That's very good. So this could be useful. I don't know. I like that. That's for you. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. There you go. So Trump threw a red card on the media. Get the
1: hell out of here. Exactly. There you go. Or it's not funny
2: funny. funny because he's just like Mussolini. Just cracking he... down on the first amendment. <laughs> That's your you know, news. Hey, Marshall, before you yeah. uh, you wrap it up, yeah. uh, two things. Number one, have you heard any responsible uh, press association compare this administration with the last one in terms of transparency? Because I know the Bush administration was less transparent than the Clinton, and then Obama was significantly less transparent than the Bush administration, and it's gone on. I just wonder if that trend has continued. I'm not sure.
1: I have not heard any direct reports on the transparency, the comparison between the two. Second thing uh, is we got a request from a listener.
2: That we play Squawky, then the Liberty Bell in quick succession, so it sounds like Squawky has flown into the Liberty Bell and oh. caused it to ring. You mean something like this? <laughs> 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 oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> the very uh, national
1: symbol of freedom is go. is con- is concussed. <laughs> Somebody get it a cracker. Help it to its talents. Get it a cracker? No, Squawky, the beloved squawky symbol of freedom. We have from received
0: three. <laughs> Are you we done? We're done with the news, right? Okay, let's move on. Uh, we've received three different texts from women who say they have been brought to tears by female bosses, never by male bosses. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I'm not surprised by that. Hmm. This is something the workplace needs to take a look at.
2: I don't know if it's because I've been married to my best friend for decades now, and we've talked about her work experiences for a long time, or that I'm such a eunuch of a man that women tend to share these things with me in general. But yeah, I've heard this. I've heard this stuff many, many times.
0: Oh boy, I am neutered. That's I true, got the man. vasectomy. Uh, I almost dropped an FH, but I can't figure out if that's something we can say for humorous. F? The new guidelines for the state of California on how to refer to uh, the private parts of. Oh, front hole? Yeah. Oh. Front hole. Yeah. yeah, you can say that. Uh, I don't know. It's a pretty coarse term.
2: Grant it. Grant you, Dave.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong
2: and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation.
1: for Trump to just staff the White House with actual Russians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what would happen if he just came out and said, this is Boris, Ivan, <laughs> Stanislav, <laughs> terrific guys, <laughs> they're going to do a great job, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all uh, clapping and laughing, but if it happened, right, most of America would be like, what's going on? He can't just hire Russians and then about three days would go by and people would be like, I guess that's happening. I guess yeah. I, I guess there's just going to be Russians there. Yeah. Because apparently, Conan, there are no rules to being president. We just made assumptions that they'd somehow stay in the same lane a bit. Maybe, you know, at least... Follow, you know. They, they all behaved more or less, more or the, less same. the same. Well, that's not happening. And I just hope someone's writing some rules down. I thought
0: that the, the last part, the staffing with Russians, obviously, is playing to a certain crowd. But that whole... You can't do that. Well, I guess we're doing that now. Is <laughs> the way it's been since Trump announced. Right. No, nope, you can't do that. Can you? Tim? Well, I guess we can. Yeah. I guess we are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> I better g- or worse. I was going to mention this very briefly because we're going to talk about it during the award-winning fourth hour of, of the show. If you get it, if not, check out the podcast. Um, the Mueller investigation thing. We have folks oh, who are of a particular bent who are saying, you guys are idiots and fools. It's totally fixed. I'm both You're of waiting those. for the report. And then we've got folks who are saying, yeah, he's just absolutely in the bed with Russia, blah, 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 blah. I tell you what, old Bob Mueller and his boys, where their gaze lands might be... Right? It might be left. It might be all of the above. And the Bruce Orr aspect of this, that Justice Department official, the hearings held on the Hill yesterday, the ties with Fusion GPS, the unholy influence of Russian oligarchs on the Democrats. Who knows who's going to be dirty at the uh, end of this?
0: Yeah, so I was wondering out of that, what if Mueller comes out and like goes, "Ah," takes his big thing of papers as a report, stamps it on oh jeez, rubs his head and says we got to do better than this, America. We got to do better than this, and then he lays out what the Republicans did, what the Trump people did, what the Clinton people did, what the FBI did, Justice we're not, Department. We're right. not happy with any of it. Right, none of it is the way it's supposed to work. Right, a we giant sh- seething cauldron of suck. And the only the only answer is we we got to do better than this, people. Right, that could be more or less it. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, I just uh, got a text from uh, one of Sam's friends, mom's best friends. Ah she said they wanted nothing to do with me this morning i said so the transition happens that fast from kindergarten when you absolutely have to walk them all the way not only up to the door but into the classroom yeah to first grade when you have to walk them to the door second some do some don't little hug
2: as you go in third
0: grade drop them off at the corner they don't want anybody to be seen dropping off they guess they want their friends to think they drove there in their own sports car (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) it happens that fast Three years? Okay. Oh, that's great. The way it works. It's good. Yeah. That's right. Independence. Hmm. That's what, uh, you know, you're going for.
0: Uh, it is what you're going for, but, too, you know, I like the holding hands and walking them to the classroom.
2: It's You know, if it lasted forever, it wouldn't be as special. It'd be weird also. Uh, you know, it's funny. I heard... You're um
0: 17 years old, and I'm walking to your junior uh, homeroom?
2: Sure. Breastfeeding your 15-year-old. It's not right. <laughs> so, um, I, I happen to hear Mike Crow talking this morning. Uh, he's talking to another show. It's actually a TV show. And, uh, he was talking about the snowflakes, the, uh, uh, conservative hosts were bashing the current generation of snowflakes in the usual fashion. I've done it myself and enjoyed it. Uh, but Mike Rowe said something that I thought was terrific. He said, stu- Don't forget, we are the clouds from which these snowflakes are oh, falling. Yeah,
0: I love it when people point that out. Got to. Love it when people point that out. It ain't something in the water or the food. Right. Kids have the attitude they have because of their parents. That's the generation to look at.
2: And the people running their institutions. Yeah. Yeah. That's something, though. Yep, I would agree. That's something. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, you want to hit us with the, the real quick Puerto Rico statistics? Uh, I sir? don't
0: remember the exact numbers, but the, the the original official numbers of people dead in the hurricane was... Twelve. Twelve, 12 w- people. It's a damn shame. Twelve people. And it turns out it's around 3,000. Yeah. And uh, how did that happen? Well, they're still trying to nail that down.
2: And this spring, the U.S. Education Department reported that in the 2015-16 school year, nearly 240 schools reported at least one incident involving a school-related shooting. But then, to their credit, NPR, which is insufferably liberal from my point of view, but does long-form journalism, which is a rarity and a valuable thing. Why my tax dollars are supporting it, I don't know. Anyway, NPR reached out to every one of those schools. Good move. Repeatedly journalism over the course of three months and found that more than two thirds of those reported incidents never happened.
0: No, that is a bad. More than two thirds were non-existent. I tip my cap, which I'm not actually wearing to NPR for one, doing the real work of journalists. That's the sort of thing you should do. When you're hit with a statistic, try to verify it. And then, when you got an answer that you know they didn't like, they went ahead and reported it.
2: They didn't like that answer. No, no. We were able to confirm just 11 reported incidents, either directly with schools or through media reports, in 161 cases, schools and district attested that no incident took place, or we can't find any record of it. God, that's Nobody incredible. around here knows what you're talking about. In at least four cases, we found something did happen, but didn't meet the government's parameters for a shooting. About a quarter of schools didn't respond to the inquiries, but they felt like they got a pretty good sample.
0: That is absolutely amazing. You know, when it turns out that the statistic for how many straws we use is completely bogus, the statistic that was used right. to ban straws Cooked across up america 9 year old it's hilarious it's not that important N- having numbers that completely wrong about school shootings is important that's a big deal you can't do that and listen who come on who compiled the original numbers <laughs> who put the original numbers together you got to go find that person or persons and say what the f
2: so, listen, just a quick disclaimer. And if you know us, you know this. If you're new to the show, maybe you don't. The, the horrors, the, the nightmare, the unspeakable grief of school shootings is a serious, serious problem that we as a society need to deal with. Absolutely, 100%. It's not to minimize it. This is just to deal with facts. The education department, Jack, to your question, asked for comment on the reporting, noted that it rely, <clears throat> get your, uh, your bureaucratese translator going on Google. Noted, uh, it relies on school districts to provide accurate information in the survey responses, and we will update some of these data later this fall, but there is no plan to republish the existing publication. that claimed 240, and they can only verify 11 existed. That is absolutely amazing. They also mentioned at least 53 new school safety laws were passed in states in 2018, based in part on the right. Department of Education data. Right,
0: that was completely wrong. That's uh, that's something.
2: Keep voting for big government, though. They'll get it right soon. Sure they will. You're listening to The
0: Armstrong and Getty Show.